1: This is Wolves Weekly, Matchday live extra with MyDieselClaim.com
0: Wolves won Burnley Neil He Chan Wang scoring at Molyneux again. Only Spurs have stopped him from doing so in the Premier League this campaign. The South Korean is having a wonderful season so far. Nine in 16 appearances. It was enough. For three points in a game that saw few chances from either side. Wolves probably would feel they had a couple of more gears to go to if they needed it but if you need a summary or summation of what happened Maximilian Kilman has just walked off the field with the television Man of the Match award uh, which is important for Wolves to have got a clean sheet only their second of the campaign as well we'll discuss that and more with South with for Mikey Burrows in the company of Andy Thompson and Lee Naylor. Um, Lee Naylor, you look at this type of game. Beforehand, we talked about expectation. Everyone thought Wolves would turn up and win the game. They did. Did they do so as comfortably as people thought? No.
2: I, 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 I mentioned uh, during commentary that you had to win the battle um, early on. You had to move the ball quickly, you had to fight for, for, for every ball, um, and Burnley made it very difficult for us to, to break the units, break the lines, um, pass into midfield, pass into our strikers, get the ball moving. We, we couldn't do that. We found it very difficult. They made it very difficult. Uh, and, you know, I think a huge uh, appreciation needs to go to our keeper in making two unbelievable saves. Um, a That's du- just before the score, yeah, it score a there. double save,
1: and I think, I think that that was the moment that it changed for us. Yeah, I so say, look, I think the two saves that he made uh, from an error from us, uh, getting sloppy again and careless with the ball, but great saves from Bentley, and then we go a couple of minutes later, go up the other end and score, which was the winning goal, and it just shows you those fine lines um, between winning and losing, because if that had gone in there would have been a totally change of atmosphere from the fans and the players. Because, they say, all of a sudden, because it's difficult to get yourself up in these kind of games. It was always going to be scrappy. It was always going to be a battle. It was always going to be a difficult uh, game for us. But what they did, they got themselves that goal and, and they did defend well. Kilman, probably for me, probably the man of the match with the way that he played, I thought he started the game really well, uh, being solid, winning the ball and playing out from the back. Um but again playing alongside Dawson as well, I think helps him. I think that the two of them together and I know Totti's out there on the left hand side, but it's usually those two who are usually the 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 middle of everything.
0: So four changes were made for this one. Uh Mario Lamina and Jiao Gomez returned from suspension, replacing Tommy Doyle and Bubakar Choyore in midfield. Jose Sarr not deemed fit enough. To take part having gone off at Arsenal at the weekend. So Dan Bentley started in as Tomo has mentioned. He made two very impressive saves in that first half when the game was at nil-nil. The other change was Pablo Sarabia in for Jean-Ricna Belgar and Wolves in the end for majority of that first half played with quite a narrow front three as they tried to get the width from the wing-backs, Nelson Semedo and Hugo Bueno, and there was one moment in particular in the first half where we got a glimpse of the potential of Semedo that we've probably been waiting a couple of seasons to see, we didn't see it again in the rest of the game, but it gave just a teaser of potentially what he could do attacking people on that right-hand side
1: We know that he's got that within him we know that he can do that and, and that's the frustrating part about it because you want him to do it on a more regular basis. You saw him there absolutely leave the two players of Burnley in his, in his wake. And, and, and that's what he's got to be doing constantly for me. Because like there's times, that's why he's frustrating. There's times that he gets the ball, he's got space in front of him and he checks back and plays it back to the centre-half. Be positive. He's got an opportunity, especially in the, in the top third or in the, in the opposition's half, to get at them, and we just—he just doesn't do it enough for me. And and we've seen glimpses of it. What he can do, he's got to do it for me. He's got to do it because he's a good fullback. He's a good fullback. He's definitely improved defending. He's definitely improved with the way that he's defending.
0: Um, and we just want that part to come out of his game now. On the other side, I thought Hugo Breno had another good game. Super consistent. Um,
2: I, you know, I thought I thought he'd do, he had a good game uh just run out of legs towards the end there but all in all um you know just consistent I, I i like him i like how he plays um he sees a pass he tries to play it uh when there's a cross on he he normally gets it in the box um and he he defends all right so yeah i mean super consistent game from him
0: uh talking of consistency Mario Lamina and Joao Gomez back in that center of the midfield we talked in our pre-game show about what they offer differently, Tomo, to Tommy Doyle and Bubakar Traore, and some of it comes from the experience of Lamina, some of it comes from the tenacity of Giao Gomez, but just having them both in there, just kind of, Wolves never really looked overrun or overworked, did no, they, in that central area? I
1: think the two quality players, and and I, and I just think that they complement each other, I think that the way that they play uh, and the mixture what the two of them give, they give you a little bit of, Experience, guile, and also as well, they've got that little bit of grit in their game as well. They know how to play the game. They know some of uh, about tackling, about the way that to stop teams, and th- and that's what they offer you. They offer you that. But again, it can't just be them too. They've got to they've got to have help from other people as well. But I just think they're so important to us this year.
0: Wolves very nearly gifted Burnley uh, the lead. We mentioned the two saves by Dan Bentley. Burnley gifted Wolves the lead. Yeah playing around at the back and eventually there was a couple of times where it looked like Wolves were going to get it and didn't quite do so when they did Sarabia found Cunha who found Huang and it's the way that Huang when he receives the ball just pauses just enough he could have got a snapshot away and he j- almost pulled the leg back and stopped and then looked up and it's that difference between just hitting it blindly and and actually picking your spot in the corner that meant that he found it and got Wolves in front. Yeah, the stutter made his space. Yeah, he, the he, defender. That, he's waiting for the defender yeah, to move across him, wasn't so
1: he?
2: So the stutter has, has made the defender go across in in order to make that space just to slot it. It's very clever from him, uh, but that's the confidence he's got in front of goal at the moment. Getting, getting the ball to him was sloppy, as the game was itself, but we did. Uh, and that moment... Um, is where you you want in your, your goal scorers, and he's in rich form at the moment to just slot it home and he did. So fair play to him. I mean, you know, on on the on the flip side of it, on um, with Gomez making, you know, a, a bit of a uh, a shell down in the bottom corner, which nearly cost us. Um, I thought I thought we were sloppy. I'll be honest, we are. I, I thought look, there's a couple of times where Lamina was sloppy too, but. Their grit and their tenacity in that, in that midfield showed. I think Lamina broke the lines quite a lot tonight. I thought Gomez went about his business quite quietly. Um, but he did it at times and, and he made some important challenges. Um, but I just think when, when the ball drops, in a game like this, when the ball drops to your, to your players, you want them to have that bit of class in front of goal.
0: And Huang has got that at the moment. Yeah, and you both talked in commentary about there have been times in his Wolves career because uh, you know, when he first arrived, he, he was doing that. Do you remember that Newcastle game when he kind of burst on and scored two goals, two very clever past finishes into the bottom corner? But there have been times where he's kind of snatched at an effort or he's got one chance a game and it's not gone for him. And is it sometimes hard to almost put your finger on on what has changed, is it confidence or is there something else technically that he's doing differently that he, that he maybe wasn't doing before?
1: It is confidence. So, so, look, at the end of the day, he must feel like when he's in front of goal that he's going to score with every time that he's, he's, in, he's put in that position. And, and at the moment, especially at home, he is. He's scoring goals uh, at home uh, with the confidence that he's got. Look, that little bit of a pause has helped him score, guys. Niles was touching on. The defender's coming across to block him. And what he's done, with that pause, the momentum of the player has took him away out of the in line and all of a sudden, we've just seen it again on camera, um, but it's just how he does it. Just gives that little bit of pause, he comes across him and then just slots into it into the bottom is, corner and passes it. And like say, you know when people talk about, oh, you haven't got to blast everything, he just passed that into the net. Uh, and that just shows you the confidence that he's got in front of goal at the moment.
0: Uh Gary says, it was really dull tonight. Pleased to get the points. Uh, this one says, worried, got lucky tonight. Since the break, we've been very passive. Uh, another one says, awful game. Fair play to Huang. It was a very composed finish. Most of the creativity, what little there was, came from Sarabia. You get, you're get, you going to have these games, though. That's, yeah. This is the thing. You are going to have these games.
2: Throughout the season, you're going to have these like dogged games where you'd, you've just got to you know, put that extra little effort in, that extra tackle in, it's just going to be one of those scruffy games where whoever battles the best uh, will come out with a result.
1: But, but also as well, I've seen us play better and lose games. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. So, like you, can't, you talk about things even in up. It wasn't a classic game. It wasn't a great game tonight. But it, for me, when you have games like that, which
0: it was scrappy, it's all about the results. And that's yeah. what they got. They got the three points it's a, it's It's a frustrating thing, I think, because like I say, expectation is an odd thing, and the way wolves have gone about things you know when when we started the season, nobody was expecting wolves to be picking up points regularly and being consistent, and yet because they have now you can't just be consistent and pick up T- points tables turn, isn't yeah, it? turn' one of them yeah. you have to do it in a in a more entertaining and stylish fashion e- everyone was feeling
2: like
1: feeling for the worst and and well, well, everybody had a standard relegation. Yeah. Easy. When, it, when, when all the pundits and people look at it and they go in, well, the three what are going to go down at the beginning of the season, was one of them. Bec- main one was because well, we uh, lost the manager. Yeah,
0: yeah. But look, here's, here's the th- element that I look at. And maybe I'm just over-positive and, and people might feel that. But I, I look at fundamentals. And that is only the second clean sheet that Wolves have kept this season. The other one was the 1-0 win away at Everton. So, if you're looking at kind of the things that need to improve, yes, Wolves can be a bit more creative. Yes, Wolves can be a bit more uh, on a front foot tempo. But in certain matches, you just simply win. They kept a clean sheet, which is a big step forward because they only needed to score one to win this game tonight. And and then you get away and you go into Forest on Saturday and you build from there.
2: Yeah, I, I've always said that if you... Uh, as a defender, like me and me and Tom, I, you're always told you help your t- help your team out by winning a game by keeping a clean sheet. Uh, that that's in, your, in that's that's in the back of your mind all the time. If you keep clean sheets, you're always going to give your, your your team an opportunity to win the game.
1: Yeah, that's what it's all about for for me. You know, when we talk about our oh, strikers scoring goals, uh, the one thing that you look at as a defender is clean sheets, and the goalkeeper is exactly the same. Yeah. Can we keep them out? Because it gives you, as Nels just touched on, that, it gives you an opportunity to win a game if you keep it, uh, the sheet clean, and that's what it's all about. For yeah, me. This game
2: is all about three points at yeah. the end of the day. It is, and and the, you know, if 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 we take that all the way through, you, you'd take it to get three points. You'd take it. It's not great. It's not great on the eye, but as long as you see your team battling, and you come up with the three
0: points, and you get you get you climb that table, that's what it's about. Because first and foremost, I mean, I don't think they're going to need 40, but you've got to get to 40, right? In the season, that's your first target. Get to 40, and then you can see where you are. Wolves are nearly halfway there. Yep. They're on 18 points now, so they are nearly halfway there. This is the point from it. Wolves have tried playing a back four, and they couldn't keep enough goals out to make themselves competitive in games. We know there is an issue in scoring goals i keep mentioning though that they have scored consistently apart from manchester united on the opening day they've scored in every game this season but here's the big stat they have only scored more than two six times in 139 games since covid they haven't scored more than two in the last 32 games so if we're talking about ways that wolves are going to win football matches it ain't scoring three it ain't conceding to and having to do more than that. You have to be tight. You have to protect what you have. If it's 1-0, it's 1-0. Walk away, Jobster.
1: We well, are. When Nuno coming to this club, okay, with all the attractive football that he played, what was the one thing that we were good at? Clean sheets. We had clean sheets. We worked with Connor Cody at the back. We Didn't give him much away. We won a lot of games, 1-0. A lot of games. You, you, you got a big smile on your face with all those one-nil victories. That's why you one-nil. Comes that's right, that's really because of the Nuno era. <laughs> but, uh, but that's what it, that, but that's what they did. Because yeah. it always gave them opportunity. They got all the flair on the get on the pitch, but it always gave them an opportunity to win games if they give nothing away. And and that's what you got to do. You look at all all the teams in this league who are at the top. They will talk about okay, we won, got got three points, but it's all about keeping clean sheets. As a team, keeping people out because it gives you an opportunity to win games. You look at the way that Man City, Man City are the best team, uh, club side at the moment, that people talk. Their problem is at the minute they've started conceding goals, and look what it's caused them. They were the best at it where they get a goal and that was it. You'd never get in anything. They would just win the games, 1-0, whatever it was. Another could they had the ability but to go yeah, on to score the, the, more. That's what I mean.
2: The flip side to them is, though, if they, you score three, they, they'll go and score four. Yeah. That's the flip side to it. Whereas Wolves, Wolves can't do that. Can't do that. Yeah. So, uh, as, as we just said, keeping clean sheets wins you games more often.
0: So when it comes to Forests on Saturday, do they change anything? From the starting lineup, I don't think he will, unless unless Bueno's uh, I injured. I think he will. Uh, you think he'll change
2: it? I think he'll change it. I think maybe Sarabia won't won't start. Uh, I think that'll be a more physical game, a lot more physical. You uh, think he'll be in Belgarden? I think he'll be in Belgarden, Yeah, I, I can't see Sarabia starting that one.
0: Um, well, obviously they'll check on Hugo Bueno, who limped off at the end. We hope it's just cramp, yeah. more than anything. Um, I say it, they will hope that he'll be fit enough to go again for for what will be what the third go, game in a yeah. in quick succession.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a tough one, but that's 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 what you that's what you do your training for. That's what you build for. Um, he's he's preparing his body for for two games a week. That's what you have to do. Well, he's uh, got that coming over the festive
1: period, though, is not he? The games coming thick and fast.
2: He's got to so be careful because we're, we're not you know we're not deep in terms of our squad. So you know I'm I'm sure that'll be on the on on the gaffer's mind. Yeah, recovery's going to be everything. Yeah.
1: Recovery's going to be absolutely everything. The backroom staff are going to be busy. Yeah, they are.
0: I um, I mentioned Maximilian Kilman got the uh TV man of the match. Would he have been your choice? Yeah. I thought,
1: yeah, I, thought I thought I thought right right from the off. Mopped yeah, he did winning tackles then playing from the back, heading everything that come into him. I just think that him and Dawson play so well together. Yeah, he's so um, short of yeah. himself. Even
2: like when he's when he's in trouble, I think he, he, I don't think as fans we we fear that yeah. he's in trouble. Even if even Either if the,
0: yeah. Well, I, I was going to make the points here under in that first um, season under Bruno Large, when Wolves actually were winning games regularly and were pushing up towards the top. That was when I thought Kilman was at his best period. He, he got nailed down that place in the team. They were talking about him as a potential for England at that time. Again, playing on the right of a, of a back three, which is kind of what he's doing now. Is that his best role? And do you feel like he's back to that kind of level consistently?
1: I, I, I don't know if he's at that level at the moment, but he's still playing well. Don't get me wrong, he's still playing well. But when he coming into the side... As a centre half, I thought what he did really well, breaking through the line so that when he carried the ball, he was able to pick a pass out. Um, and he did that. And all of a sudden, then. He suited the style. Yeah, didn't he did. He? But then he'd become a little bit negative. For whatever reason, he was reluctant. Because I oh, also kept saying to you, our goalkeeper's having the most touches from him. Because he just kept passing it back to the keeper. When he's got an outrageous diag in his locker, by the way.
2: Yeah, that's and, and what I'm we, we were Yeah, but
0: you're both talking about him in in an offensive style and his passing. But no, defen- but I don't think he's had. A, uh, I don't think he's been troubled that much in in terms of he's
1: defensively. Quick, he's quick. I think he's quicker than He's very thing. quick. Yeah, he's quick. Honestly, he reads the game well. And he uses but that's his. That's what body. I mean.
0: That it, defensively, I I think he's back he's sound, to the level he yeah. was uh, look, a year or so ago.
2: Don't
1: get me wrong. I think defensively, brilliant, but. We, we know he's got
2: more to his
1: game. Yeah. That's that's what I'm trying to say. I think he's got more in his locker to when he's going forward for me. You you, you don't get you, you don't get Napoli interested in you if you if you're
2: some average player.
1: But he looks so comfortable coming forward with the ball. You know when you're thinking play get rid of it quick or pass it. He doesn't. He looks like he's not phased by anything. And I just think that he looks so composed on the ball that that's what he's got uh, when he's coming out with it. He knows how to come out with it? He knows the ball where it is, and he and also as well he can pick that pass, yeah. which I, is which is the beauty of it. I think I think he's got that
2: confidence where, if he messes up, he knows he can, uh, like, turn it around. He knows he's not in a problem. Mm. If he's in one v one situations, he thinks he's he's not going to get beat. I think he's in that mindset, and when you're in that
0: mindset, it's brilliant. It is good. It's brilliant. It is good. Right, we'll go again on Saturday. Thank you very much indeed. It's been a pleasure, Michael. You Andy Thompson again. and Lee Naylor alongside me as ever. Don't forget Wolves Express will have the very latest reaction. You can see more of it at Wolves.co.uk and across the social media channels. At Wolves, Wolves Weekly will be out on Thursday morning. A quick recap. Uh, of everything that's been going on in the last week or so as we look ahead to the next game against Nottingham Forest on Saturday.
1: Wolves Weekly Match Day Live Extra brought to you by MyDieselClaim.com Sports Social Podcast Network Step into the world of power, loyalty